0: Embarking on the journey of business ownership transfer can be complicated and emotional, particularly with Family Entwined. Join me, Vincent Mastrovito, owner of Prometheus Partners in Finishing Touches, the podcast that genuinely understands your challenges and aims to equip you with invaluable tips for a smooth business succession. By the end of each episode, you'll feel more confident and ready to guide your business into the next phase. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another insightful episode of Finishing Touches, the podcast that empowers business owners with knowledge to make informed decisions. Are you considering a management buyout or an MBO for your business? Wondering how this strategic move can shape the future of your company? In today's episode, we're diving into the world of management buyouts, whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just beginning to explore exit strategies. Understanding the dynamics of an MBO is crucial and we will unravel the nuances, benefits, and potential challenges associated with this powerful approach to the business transition. So here's a sneak peek of what you'll uncover in this episode is we want to certainly demystify MBOs, so we'll debunk common myths and provide a clear understanding of what a management buyout entails. We'll look at some of the strategic considerations explore the strategic aspects of MBOs from identifying the right management team to the structure of a successful deal. And then we're going to be taking a look at navigating some of the challenges, learn how to navigate potential challenges to ensure a smooth transition to both the management team and to the company and yourself. So join us on this journey as we equip you with the knowledge and tools needed to navigate the path of a management buyout successfully Whether you're in the early stages of planning or ready to take the leap, this episode will certainly be tailored right for you. So thanks for joining us today. We're glad that you're here and we will dive right into management buyouts and talk about them because they are relatively popular. There's a lot of transactions with business owners that do end up getting sold to key management people inside of the business. So that's why it's defined and labeled management buyout. Let's talk initially about what you need to consider. When you first start thinking about, "Well, hey, I want to exit out and I've got here's my general runway, right? If that 3 years, 5 years, 10 years whatever that is. You need to have that defined and then you certainly need to take a look at the company from a cash flow basis, not just valuation. Certainly valuation I think is important, but also taking a look at what is your capacity to be able to have this deal funded because Let's be honest with each other here. When we're looking at a management buyout, a lot of times the people you're looking to sell to, they probably don't have the cash to go out and fund this deal. So you, the owner, may end up being the bank for the whole thing or the bank for a good portion of it or whatever that needs to be yet determined, which is why you really need an exit plan to where are we right now and how do we make this deal work? So once we have a really good understanding of where is the company and it's in a good spot, you, the owner, have been de-risked from the company or there's a pretty good path of what that looks like, and we kind of know a lot of the areas that we need to work on and those are moving forward, then you certainly need to look and start to have conversations with your management team to see, is this something that they are truly even interested in? And why are they interested in it? And what is their expectations as you go through this whole process? Because when you do this, it does take some time. We've done some very successful management buyouts, and they've worked out extremely well. One most recently ended a little over a year ago, but it took about three or four really good years of work to, one, get the owner de-risk from the company. And we did a fair amount of extensive conversations with the potential. It was one management person in this particular case that ended up buying out the company. There was a lot of discussions there and understanding expectations and all of that and what needed to be done. And certainly the owner had his own respective runway. So we got to talk with the management team if there's one or if there's multiple. If there's one, it's I don't want to say it's cleaner, but it certainly limits Because if this person, if he or she says, yes, I want to do this, and you're having that conversation, it's a one to one. So it's a little bit more straightforward. Let's just say that. If you have multiple people, it's not that it's not straightforward, but we have to get all three of those people, we'll just use three as the example. They have to all be on the same page. And then there has to be a discussion. If we can agree that we want to be partners, right? So now these three people work together and now they are going to be. Business partners and they've never been in business together, then that has to create its own dynamic. So, that piece of it really needs to be ironed out and talked about. And that doesn't happen in one meeting. It certainly doesn't happen in two. So, you need to have several meetings about what that is and then start to move that forward. So, once you kind of get those things in place, there's a number of other things that you need to take a look at. And one is the strategic planning of the company is like, does this team or the people involved in the potential MBO, do they all agree on the goals and objectives for the company moving forward? And do they agree on the goals and objectives of the manager buyout moving forward? So you're starting to try to formulate what this looks like, paint a picture, and allow them to kind of move forward and to be prepared for that, right? Because if they're not financially prepared, and they're not mentally prepared for a business; it can really go south on somebody fairly quickly, and you, the owner, have to be careful because however much paper I call it, you're carrying paper, you're the bank. If you're carrying a fair amount of it and you get into this thing two or three years in and all of a sudden it falls apart, then you're at risk of you're going back to a business that you have less energy than what you did when you transitioned out, and you don't know what shape this business is going to be in once you get back into it, that could just cause a lot of different dynamics that you really don't want to try to get into. So once you've got some strategic planning done or agreements, at least anyway, you've had a full financial and qualitative assessment done on the company, then we need to start taking a look at what are some of the team alignments that we have. So what team issues or concerns or challenges are out there if we have one or multiple people taking over the company? How would they truly be viewed by the rest of the employees as you, the owner, transition out of the business, right? If there's not going to be an issue, then that's great. But usually there's some behind the curtain things that you really just need to make sure that you're talking about because these folks are going to have a new boss or bosses if there's one or multiple. And you really need to make sure because you want your payments once you're gone and the bank wants their payments, if there's bank financing, you just got to make sure that everything is a good line. You don't have. of the employees walking out the door and you got to redo those. And it just doesn't create a very positive dynamic. Certainly, we want to have a very detailed communication plan as you move through this, not only amongst the parties that are going to be you, the owner, and the people that are buying, but then at some point, you got to have communication with the employees, keeping them in the loop, what's happening, so on and so forth. And then, certainly there would be some due diligence done on the buyers. So we want to make sure that that's taken care of. What are any contingency plans if something happens to these potential buyers? Things happen in life and what's really going to be going on in this company if something happens to one of these folks? And unfortunately, in a couple of these, I had one with a law firm where one of the main partners, the deal was just getting done and Unfortunately, he got cancer. He didn't last but a little over a year. So like what's going to really happen? How do you bridge that gap? His partner was exiting out, so he was at risk because the firm was carrying all of the paper on this. So there was some challenges there as they went through this. I mean, they succeeded with it and it was very successful. The surviving spouse got all of her money, the other partner got all of his money, and everything moved down the road, but you just need to make sure what happens if and how are we going to handle this? Because there could be some coaching and mentoring from you, the owner, to the management team, even after you're out or for a period of time. And if you're no longer in the picture and that unfortunate thing happened, then how do we fill that void and what happens there? And you just, you know, you you just, you got to cover all your bases. Sometimes these are not popular conversations to have, but I think they're ones that are really relevant. So what is the contingency plan's? for any unforeseen challenges, any obstacles that may arise during or after the MBO is in place. And then what kind of post-MBO integration are we going to have for a smooth transition integrating the new management structure? So you, the owner, manage one way. We don't really know how the new people manage because remember, they've been in an employee role, not an owner role. So that's why all of the conversations ahead of time need to be really talked about in an extensive manner. You want to try to eliminate as many hurdles to try to get over or sticking point with culture and or customers moving forward. A lot of front end work really needs to be happening as you go through this stuff. Certainly, you're going to need to agree on a price. So when we take a look at an MBO, we find that in most of our scenarios, the owner has been able to maximize more of the value of the business. Sometimes there's some comments out there or discussions about that the owner may not get as much of the business that they possibly can. We have found that in the ones that we have ran, they've gotten pretty close to the full max value. Sometimes they discount it themselves just because of goodwill and they want the company to move forward. But that is a personal choice. We want to make sure how much of that value you want. So if your company is worth $10 million, do you want or need all that 10 million? Maybe you say, hey, I'm willing to walk out with nine. We're going to put these folks in a good position. We're going to move on down the road. Or you may say, hey, I want the full 10 and let's move on down the road. Neither one is a bad answer, by the way. It's just which one do you want personally? And then you just move on down the road and You make sure that the deal works. We make sure that the financing works, bank financing. Certainly, banks may ask you to carry a little bit of paper, like I said, a few times through this podcast for a period of time, and then they can move on forward. And and so as you walk through this process, setting up the initial steps first would be to do a complete analysis on the company and say, okay, where are we as a company And this will give you a really good idea of, does the deal even think about working from that point forward? That's step number one. Step number two, let's just say that's 1A. With the analysis, we want to take a look at the potential buyer or buyers to say, okay, here's the company and the company's in great shape. We've got really strong cash flows and industry's good. Growth rates look pretty strong. The people that you're considering for an MBO, are they really owner material? Or do we need to consider bringing in an outside person, a CFO or somebody of that nature, a president of the company, and move this thing along from that perspective? Because that is something and that is an option that can be done. If the people that you have that are going to take it over, that's not their strength, right? Everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses. So when you take a look at this, then, you know, you may have to say, hey, let's bring in a president. They're going to be more equipped to handle a lot of these nuances from the higher end. The guys and gals that are taking this over are more sales and operations. And even though they may get a little bit less equity inside of the company, overall, this business should prosper and move forward a lot faster. From your perspective as the owner, it should be a lot easier transition because now you've got someone in there that is experienced doing these, and it's just a lot easier to move it forward. So hopefully that was helpful for you. We certainly will be talking again about management buyouts. There's a ton of stuff in here to really be talking about what these strategies do. They're very attractive. They can work out very well. But that's all the time that we have for today. But we do really appreciate you being here today and certainly joining Finishing Touches and hope that you've gotten a lot out of our podcast. So again, thanks for joining us on this journey of empowerment, certainly for your business and you as an owner. We're here to help guide you through the different nuances of preparing your business for a successful exit. So if you find value in today's episode, please let us know. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with some of your other business owners if you feel like it would be of some value to them. And let us help you unlock some of the potential of your business as you walk through this journey together. Again, appreciate you being here today. Hope that you guys have a great week and a prosperous business throughout the course of 2024 and beyond. And hopefully we'll hear from you in the near future. Have a great day. Bye now. That's a wrap on today's episode of Finishing Touches. For more information and guidance, head over to promedispartners.com. Your feedback means the world to us. So please take a moment and leave a review of the podcast. You can stay in the loop or ask me a question by connecting with me on LinkedIn or visit our website and start a conversation with me. We look forward to accompanying you on your journey to a successful business transition in our next episode and have a great week. Thank you so much.